there, I'm Stephanie Mitchell, certified yoga teacher, corporate wellness provider, international yoga coach, and founder of the Rolling Mat Mobile Yoga Studio, who has helped hundreds of yoga teachers build, scale, and enjoy their corporate wellness businesses, providing them more income, impact, and time off. Welcome to the Rolling Mat Corporate Yogi Podcast. If you're a yoga teacher, yogipreneur, aspiring or current corporate yoga healer, in this podcast, you will find the real people, yoga business strategies, healthy business habits, and weekly motivation and inspiration to help you develop and grow a sustainable corporate wellness business. I started this podcast to bring you the support I never had. We will talk to successful wellness entrepreneurs, business owners, and yoga teachers living in their purpose and making the income doing what they love. Each week, I will introduce you to a yoga teacher and fitness professionals who have walked the walk so that you can see not only what is possible, but also how to make your corporate yoga business a reality. We dig deep into owning your worth and knowing your value so that you can start implementing specific action steps that will get you closer to your ideal life. Furthermore, this online space will provide you with the support to keep you moving forward. Because after all, if you want to achieve the life you always wanted, you need the support to take the action that you need. The frameworks that you will get here for growth, expansion, clarity, development, and sales will be your game plan to play bigger. It's time to find your direction and build your foundation toward purposeful action. To make it as a yoga teacher and create a legacy you desire, you need the backing of a supportive community. And I've made it my mission to be your community because after all, we are in this together. together, together, together. All right, community, I have a very special guest with me today, Ms. Caitlin Schneider. Super excited to have her. So um, as a lot of you have seen, she is now a coach with me over in the Elite Corporate Yogi program, which I'm very excited about. So she is our unfuckwithable mindset coach. Um, and she's really going to you know, kick that mindset into high gear for, for stepping into your entrepreneurial role as a Yogi Panur and leadership in the corporate world. So she has a lot of experience in the corporate world um, after spending numerous years in it, kind of getting kicked around, bumped around. She decided to um, impact the corporate world in a different way by using her yoga practice. So she is now creating multi-level wellness programs for corporations, doing a lot of outreach, uh, having a lot of calls and really understanding uh, what, what companies are wanting. She also runs a really impactful group called the Unfuckwithable Woman, um, which, you know, we really need that mindset as corporate yogis, you know, because we're talking to some heavy hitters in the corporate world. So super proud of her, super excited to bring her on um, and have her as part of the team. So um, yeah, Caitlin, I'll just let you kind of take it away. And first thing I want to know a little bit more about is you know, fill us in on your journey and what it's been like up until this point and where you were before embarking on this journey. Um, well, I would say my corporate wellness journey definitely began with you. Um, I had been certified to teach since 2019. Um, I believe I joined your program in the beginning of 2020. Um, but before that, 
and before becoming certified, I was a corporate employee, um, filling mostly administrative roles, um, working in Manhattan for a, at least 13 years, um, commuting, doing that whole life. Um, so I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly of corporate world. Um, you know, unfortunately, my experience was mostly ugly and bad. Um, so I ended up getting fired from a very long-term job I had in Manhattan, um, to which at that point I really was just in a bad place, like just mentally. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the, the job was horrible and, you know, I was just going through some personal issues and then, um, that kind of led me to yoga. So then once I started doing yoga, I really just had this, uh, you know, clarity where I was like, you know, I don't know where this yoga road is going to take me. All I know is that it's literally saving my life. And I would, I wish I would have had this sooner. You know, I think we all have that thought too. And if there was a way I could like do something with this, you know, I, I also told myself like, I'm never going to return to an office job ever again. I don't know what that means. So then after that, I became, I met my yoga teacher who got me certified. Um, I was working a local job, still in an office, but a little less corporate vibe. Um, and after that, um, I was, you know, exploring what to do with my certification. I was working at a gym. I was working at a studio very briefly, but mostly the gym. And then I saw a live video where um, you were a guest, Stephanie. And you were talking about corporate yoga. And a couple of people had mentioned corporate yoga to me before. And I had the wrong idea exactly what, what corporate yoga was. Like, I thought it was basically like a corporation hires me to be a yoga teacher with them. And then they just kind of like put me out in the world to teach yoga. So like, I'd be like working for the man again. And I was like, Ooh, that sounds terrible. So, but when I saw the video with you and you really explained like how you're really just, you're your own boss, you start your own business and you go to corporate and you pitch your sale, you pitch your pricing and your packaging. Like it's all, it's all you. Um, that was a light bulb in my head because I was like, you know, I am not, completely far removed from corporate America. Like my whole family pretty much works there. All my friends, I still have lots of old contacts from my former jobs that, you know, I'm still in good graces with. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and then it just definitely sounded like doing less work with, for more money, which, you know, my laziness in my brain goes, that sounds pretty awesome doing less and making more. Um, but which really, like I tell myself it's lazy, but it's not. Um, it's smart. So then I took your program, the 12 week, um, accelerator, which then turned into the elite corporate yogi program. And then you and I worked one-on-one -on -one. and I have since gotten like a couple of workshops with a couple of companies and I am really excited to keep going on my journey. I know it's definitely, I have a lot of work to do, but I am, I am so into it and I love it. And now I'm working with you and I'm really excited. Um, and when I'm also too, um, when you and I first started working together, I had planned on going teaching in person and offices and stuff. And then the pandemic hit. So that was a little bit scary. Is like, what am I going to do? Like, is this still going to work? And then you had pivoted to online. And I was like, that makes even more sense. Like less for me to do. I hate leaving the house and commuting. So I was like, this sounds amazing. So it's really been working out as far as keeping it all virtual too. Yeah. Yeah. We're finding that companies are finding the virtual program much more accessible. So they're actually enjoying it more. Yes, I, I think so. Cause I also, you know, you can give the, the employees a little bit more breathing room is like, it doesn't have to happen during like 12 and two or 12 and one. It doesn't really mm -hmm. have to take away from work time necessarily. It's, it definitely has a lot more, um, more possibilities. It could be at night, it could be before work. You know, I think the, the wiggle room is a lot better now. 
Absolutely, yeah. Gives them more breathing room, like you say. Um, and then it's also, you know, I think definitely what we've worked on is, you know, there's always kind of that objection of like, well, we could just go on YouTube and find videos, but you're not going to find videos that are specific to the needs of corporate employees and specific to the needs of that particular corporation. Cause you find that like every corporation is different, correct? Very true. Like the workshops I was doing were for nurses at a college and mm -hmm. that's not at all going to be the same for an office of, you know, maybe 40 people that, maybe your home, maybe they're actually still back or never left. We don't, you know, depend, everybody's been different. Like we, like right. some, I have friends who never got a chance to work remote. They had to go in every day. Um, mm -hmm. Most people I know were home, but again, everybody's different. So you have to be sort of ready to approach it differently for every person and every company. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, you know, when you and I first met, you were kind of diving more into the, like the private yoga sector weren't like super clear on the exact direction, but that was kind of the direction that you were moving toward. There's a lot of teachers in the group that, you know, worry a lot about like time management and investing time into getting corporate clients. But do you find that in the corporate realm, time is pretty well served? So it does take time to get these clients. Do you feel as though use of your time, essentially? I think in a way, like getting corporate clients gives you so much more time to be able to devote to your private customers. Um, especially since like if, if say, you know, if they want you in the evening, then you can, you know, sign on at night and then you have that whole daytime to work with your private clients. Plus they're going to be paying you like a lot more money. So like mm. for the one corporate customer that you could have, um, that might be equivalent to like five private people that you have. Um, so then with that, like you're getting so much money and now you not, not only do you have more money to like play with and then reinvest back in yourself and in your business. Um, like I said, you get, you have so much more time because you're only going to be logging on with them. Like maybe like, you know, depending on what they want, like they could probably only, maybe only want you once a week for an hour, once a week for an hour and you're getting a lot of money, then you have the rest of the week to do whatever you want, if you want to do even like a free session in your private Facebook group, you have the time. Um, but yeah, it just frees up so much more space to accommodate the rest of the other, you know, avenues of your business that you want to take. Right. Yeah. So it follows that less is more, yep. mindset, which I think we all want. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit more about um, the, the, the college that you work that you work with. Um, I know that you love like a couple of chair yoga workshops. Walk us through the process of like getting that client and kind of how many calls you had to have and what the process was like for you. So here's, um, I'll start with the moral of the story. Moral of the story is that you never know who within your personal network can hook you up with something really, really great. So I attended the college that I ended up teaching these classes for. And I had my best friend's mother who, you know, my best friend didn't go to that college. Neither one of them even live anywhere near the college. It's, it's close to where I am. So I'm in like Nassau County, Long Island. It's out in Suffolk County. Like they have zero affiliation as far as I knew with anybody there. And so one day she actually messaged me in a response to one of my posts about, hey, you know, I'm doing corporate wellness, you know, just like one of those like puppy posts or something like that um, to just get attention. And she reached out to me and was like, I know somebody who works at the college that, you know, you went to. And I was like, oh, 
oh, okay. And she was like, send me your packet. I will talk to her and I'll have her look it over and see if it's, if it's something that's really that they, that they want. Cause I know that she mentioned something like they wanted to have like, a, they already have some kind of wellness program. Let me see if this is something that they would add. So I sent her my packet and then the person she sent it to, um, got me in touch with the director of that wellness program. And I sent her an email and I just said, hi, you know, I got connected through, I can't remember the woman's name. Um, but, you know, they mentioned to me that you have a wellness program in place. I offer corporate yoga. I'd love to chat with you. And it just really went from there. So, again, it was like the eighth degree separation of, like, anybody who I would have ever imagined could have gotten me that connection. So that was really, like, you know, such a valuable lesson, once again, to be, like, your warm market, the people that you know, know people. And we assume that they don't. I don't – I mean, maybe that's my little small mind sometimes. I have to still – like I remind myself all the time, like you never know who they know. So in the right. beginning for me, it was like an utter shock. I was like, whoa. So now I realize I'm like, you know, you never know. You never know who's going to just circle back and be like, by the way, I know somebody at HBO. Like you just never know. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that strategy that we really work on in the program of just taking action. You know, like you said, you posted something on your personal Facebook page about being a corporate wellness provider and boom you got some feedback from it. You got some, some engagement from it, which turned into a paying client. Yeah, and there's still a bunch of people who I reached out to that I am actually still in the process of emailing back and forth or, you know what I mean? Like, cause it's definitely a process. Mm -hmm. There are people who have been like, not now, or like, you know, I will get back to you. Like, like it's just not the right time. We're still transitioning back into you. Like there's so many different scenarios as to why they're not ready to kind of like say yes now. Um, so for me, it's, it's been with the college, like not yes, completely yet, but they bring me in when they need me as far as like, okay, we have a workshop coming up. Would you like to be in it? Um, and I think because they're just dealing with such the, the biggest COVID influx and all these things since they're the nurses, um, they haven't really been able to commit. So I just stay consistent with them. I just offer up like, Hey, you know, just letting you know that, you know, whenever you guys are ready and let me know what you guys need. If you're doing another workshop, I'm available. So just kind of my foot's in the door. So when they're finally ready to be like, yes, like this, this probably could end up being like a year long conversation. So I think that is, it's, it sounds pretty scary, but at the same time, it's, I know the payoff is going to be pretty huge. Right. Yeah. So that's why I like the, the time invested is, is worth it in the end. Absolutely. And so you bring up a good point of the, you know, corporate clients, it's not typically a one call sale. Sometimes it is. Sometimes, especially if they reach out to you and they're like, we want this, like send me your package of benefits, like what do you offer? Um, and I've had that happen before, but typically it's not a one call sale. It's like a two or three calls, or then sometimes it's something that you do and then you continue to nurture them. Um, so what kind of, and that can be frustrating for some of us, right? especially from an income perspective. So what kind of mindset tips and hacks do you use to keep you in that, in that, you know, place of abundance in that place of like corporate yogi paneur, like I'm going to land this. I just always refer back to my days in the corporate world. I remember, and I think back to like my, you know, president of the company, the CEO guy who's like zipping past me, signing things as he's walking, um, not available for calls, you know, someone else has to do everything for him. So I just remember like, you know, the offer that I'm giving is on someone's table. 
and they just may not be like sitting down with it and making the decision or they've read it, they've looked it over and they're just like, okay, let me think, you know what I mean? Cause a lot of like corporate people are very, um, they're, I guess, I guess with my experience, some were very nervous for change. They're very nervous to invest in something that they don't particularly know the value like yoga, like we know yoga is valuable, but they don't necessarily know that. So, you know, it's very important, like when we all put our offers together, that we make that abundantly clear. Not as just like, oh, you're going to feel amazing at the end, but like how the company's going to benefit. So I just always think about like, you know, things take time, you know, they get bombarded with stuff. There's budget things, there's, you know, quarterly, whatever reports and meetings, you know, it's just, I'm just another thing on the pile of stuff they have. And I just know I'm like, you know, I'm not the, I may not be that number one priority in their brain that moment, even though they know the wellness is a priority. It's just, it's just one of those things. They just, you know, it's, it's there. They're going to eventually go, okay, let's do this. It's just, Mm. it, it just takes time. And we just have to remain consistent because they will, they will forget about us if we don't kind of softly remind them like, Hey, like, you know, right. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> yeah. It's that consistence, like you yeah. said, like consistence and the follow-up. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you've seen a lot of teachers in the program, you know, they come on the, the, the coaching call and they say, man, I've been, you know, I reached out to this company like two months ago and they were really interested and I haven't heard back from them. And the second we say, follow up, follow that follow-up strategy, mm-hmm. you're back from them. Yeah. And we get very um, afraid that we're going to annoy them, but we're really not. And I remember Mm -hmm. myself in that position at my desk where I'm like, oh shoot, I got to respond to that person, but scroll, scroll, scroll. Where's their email? Oh, boom. She just emailed me. Perfect. I don't have to look anymore. So like you're doing them a favor by just like giving them a friendly, Hey, what's up? Like every, you know, so often, um, you know, depending on how the conversation's going. So they appreciate, um, not having to do that legwork because they're in a, they get in, I understand that I get like a bazillion emails a day when I was working corporate. So I'm like, you know, if somebody could just like bring that thing to me that for me to have to do less work, cause I get interrupted when I was in corporate every five seconds, I would get interrupted, especially if you're in an administrative role or even like a, uh, like kind of like a lower management role mm-hmm. all day long. They don't, they don't just sit there, wait for you. They're just mm-hmm. getting pulled left and right. So it is okay for you to be, that reminder email because they do appreciate it they typically thank you for it like oh thank you so much for getting back to me on this you know let's set up a time to to call or to chat or you know let me run this by my higher up um so you know yeah consistency and follow-up is really like consistency i think is just knowing that you know you got to be the squeaky wheel and that, I think that applies in a lot of other um, areas of, you know, d- dis- despite what, what your niche is in the corporate world. I mean, I think that even if you're trying to get client new people into your group, like you have to be consistent with them. If you're trying to book a connection call, you have to be consistent with that call. So I think consistency is just all around really key. Just like practicing yoga is consistency. Right. Um, and especially if you know that they already want what you have right so you're not bothering them by being by basically being like hey you remember you wanted this like not in those words necessarily but like you're not you're not going after somebody completely cold for the most mm-hmm. part if, if you're doing those follow-ups it, it, you had the conversation I'm assuming already so yeah you're just you're not 
you're just reminding them that, hey, I'm still around because even if you go silent, they might think, well, maybe they don't do this anymore. You know, maybe they moved on. You know, they could assume the same thing about you. So it's it's always very important to just remind them, like, you know, I'm still here. I'm still ready. Let me know when you're ready, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think persistence is attractive to companies. Uh, persistence, not pushy. You, know, you don't want to email them every day. Like you say, you have to gauge you have to gauge your follow-up based on what the conversation, how the conversation is going. <clears throat> if they tell you they're not going to be ready for a month, make note of that. Schedule a date in a month to chat with them. Right. Um, but yeah, really good. And then also just, just coming through, like when you have, when you're following up with them via email or you have these connection calls, you know, that expert positioning, because like you said, they don't know, they typically like, they don't know anything about workplace wellness. They practice yoga on the side or they might go to the gym, but they don't really know the full range of value. So it's our job to educate them. So even if they come at you and kind of like that, like stern, like, oh, well, you know, I don't know if we need workplace wellness or maybe we don't want workplace wellness. It's then it's then when you that market research that you do stepping into that expert speak and that businesswoman or business businessman mindset is, is when you really, you know, drive home the value of, well, here's what it would bring to your company. Here's what it would bring to your employees. Right. Exactly. Very much leading the conversation and giving them the stats because that's what they want. They want the stats. They don't care if your hamstrings are going to be loose at the end of the day. They care if they're going to be losing employees, if their healthcare costs are going down, if there's a lower turnover rate, um, if, if people are not, you know, taking sick days. Like I used to take sick days that weren't actual sick days. I'd show up sick and I'd stay home when I was well. Cause I was like, I can't take well, five more minutes looking at these people. Or if someone asks me one more stupid ass question, or if my boss is, you know, gives me a hard time, I don't think I'm going to handle it very well today. So you just have to explain to them, like, these are the types of things that, that drive productivity down, make people leave. Um, just overall unhappiness and that affects their bottom line. And that's really what they're all about at the end of the day. They don't care about, you know, the, the Zen, they care about the dollar. So yeah. I mean, they might care about their employees, but in my experience in corporate, for the most part, they don't really, they care, but they don't know how to care. That's kind of my best way to describe it. They don't really pay that much attention because they just can't, mm -hmm. um, depending on the size of the company, of course, but right. I just think they lack, um, they lack, they lack the capacity to care sometimes because of just how busy they are and like their priorities and responsibilities. Yeah. The employees love it. Um, you know, cause they're like, oh, wow, I can, you know, from my experience, I, for AT&T, for instance, it was a group of women, consistent women. They would tell me all the time, like, this helps me so much throughout not only my work day, but my home life. When I get home and I still have to work because I have to take care of the kids, like I know that I at least was able to do my body good, do my mind good, stretch, get away from my desk. So, you know, employees love it, whereas like the actual employer, like the head of the company is lo is looking at the, the okay, well, well, what is the bottom line going to be yep. investing in this? And I think now, um, especially with, you know, the, that we're working virtual and last year was so impactful on, on employees and companies alike, um, they are really starting to value more of that mindset work, more of that health for their employees. Cause it's, it's a motivating factor now more so than right. before. 
Yeah. And we just, we, we do need to um, step up as the healers and the yoga teachers and just remind them all, like we experienced a global trauma, like a, a shared human experience of a very traumatic event. Um, I was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine last night and I was, I was actually saying like, yeah, we all deserve like free healthcare for, or free mental health care for a year after all this stuff. So, you know, even though we get back to somewhat normal, is it ever going to really return to normal ever again? This is going to be a long lasting ripple effect. And anybody who's experienced any kind of traumatic experience, um, knows how long that takes to really overcome. It mm -hmm. may never actually fully heal. So I think that's a really a, a thing that's pretty relevant to everybody right now. And just, you know, we all need to heal. We have a universal global healing to do. And I don't even think that's really fully started. I think we're kind of on that road right now. So that's why we're like really, really, really freaking valuable. And we need to remember that. Like I noticed for me personally, yoga has helped, has saved my life and healed so many things that, you know, traumatic situations that happened with me. So, you know, everybody is, is in need right now. And we are those people that can do that for them. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And I remember, you know, you and I having conversations too of start of 2021, so many companies had already signed up for wellness programs. Mm -hmm. So then we talked about how you could be an addition too, which is definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, we covered that a lot in the program as well. But uh, so we are needed, you know, for, for anyone that's watching, anyone that's listening, are definitely needed out there. It's just really all about getting space and staying consistent and knowing that your market, you have, you have a wider market of people than you, than you realize you do. Yes. Um, so talk to us a little bit about, you know, I know you're coaching with us now. We're really excited to have you. We're going to be, you know, doing some amazing and exciting things in the program and also within this group. Um, but what are your plans for growth, your own business growth? Um, definitely to really, really hit the ground running with my own corporate outreach. Um, yeah, that's going to be, I think, like my first and foremost focus, especially as the beginning of the year, because a lot of people didn't fully make that decision for last year. So I think they're looking to, for the next quarter, like, okay, um, what are we going to do? Like, what are we doing wellness wise? I think a lot of companies also, um, maybe anticipated a little bit, you know, more in-person stuff that's not going to happen still. Um, so they're really looking for ways to, um, I think some, some companies are catching up with like, Oh, other people have signed up for wellness programs. Like maybe that's a thing. Maybe we should do that. So I'm very going to be much focused on my own corporate wellness. And then, uh, also within my Facebook group, um, like, which is kind of completely separate from corporate wellness. Um, I'm doing, I already have a, a group of people that I would love to lead into, um, like smaller containers, like group, 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 group programs. That's very yogic based. And that is for people who have had very little or no yoga experience or any kind of, um, opportunity to really be a part of any kind of, you know, yoga, yoga community. Um, yeah. I know when I first started yoga, I really was like an outsider. I felt like mm -hmm. I didn't belong. Cause I was like, yeah, I'm kind of the angry chick. I listen to heavy metal music. I'm a little bit, you know, I marched to my beat of my own drum. I kind of go against the grain, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a hippie, you know, like all those like misconceptions about yoga. 
um, I definitely want to create that sort of container for them to help people to, you know, overcome some of the things that happen to people like me, like I'm a creative person. I was always like a musician and, you know, I got thrust into this like under kind of belief that I had to go to college. I had to go get a corporate job. Um, so I kind of put my creative side on the back burner. And I think that was a very big, uh, point of contention with like me growing up and being pretty resentful mm-hmm. and not being able to do the things I wanted. Like I was like, all right, I was told to get a job. This, you know, this sucks. Like I don't get to play my music and this is one, of, this is not the life I wanted. And I know a lot of people in my, in my, even just my own community of, you know, growing up where I did a lot, I think a lot of people feel the same way where, you know, we had a be thrust into the corporate world or just like, you know, a nine to five. And then, you know, what happened to our art, what happened to our music? And, you know, I think we want to be able to tap into that creative side of ourselves again, that really got lost. And, you know, we never truly fit into this like contemporary life. Um, so that's really kind of like the container that I'm looking to nurture and provide all the wellness and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So we can overcome some of that, you know, maybe a little bit of anger, resentment, yeah. depression, depression, and anxiety that, you know, formed when we feel like we're not doing life right, because this mm-hmm. is just not, this wasn't our jam, you know, like we, 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 we understand we got to make money and pay our bills, but we kind of had to sell ourselves out a little bit to do that. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it sounds like that's also going to be a great way to generate some corporate leads too, because yeah. I'm sure those people that are going to be in your group are already in your group. They probably come from corporate and they probably we have some of that resentment and, you know, kind of uncertainty right now as well, because everyone's still very uncertain as to, you know, what outcomes are going to happen. Right, exactly. And yeah, anybody else who's like hosting a smaller group of people, that is definitely also you're, you're into corporate or, you know, we think of the word corporate, we always think it's like, like an office, like, you know, uh, like city bank corporate, where you're sitting at a desk, like it doesn't necessarily have to be like that type of environment like with me I'm doing that at the college and they're they're focusing on the college for the nurses um you know there's somebody that um they do what is it like a like a wellness center uh but they just don't have a yoga element so they bring them in so it's a very abstract word I think corporate we can kind of like expand your mind on it a bit so um be open to all those types of possibilities like maybe a construction company calls you and that's Mm -hmm. like corporate you know Mm -hmm. yeah every every workspace and corporation is different. Um, it's just like, you know, uh, the, the community workspace places that are popping up everywhere, getting a contract with one of those. I mean, you're, you're not working with necessarily even one specific company. It's entrepreneurs that run out office spaces that come to your classes or small companies that come to your classes that, and you're being paid by the actual um, workspace area. So that's, you know, a really creative spend too. So yeah, it's really kind of finding, you know, like we've talked about before, like that niche within the niche, really understanding like who it is that you really enjoy working with. And it could be from past work experiences, um, like working with, uh, I worked with a yoga teacher one time that worked with IT companies. So she wanted to fully go into IT and because she knew the pain points, she knew the woes of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a lot of room. It's not just like you say, it's not just like, not every business is the same. Mm -hmm. So tell us, um, you know, maybe one thing that if you have a couple, that's okay too, but um, how the elite corporate yogi program, like what your, how it helped you with your corporate success and is helping you with your corporate success and like your, your, your biggest takeaway from it. 
say my biggest, I mean, I have so many reasons as to how it's helped me. Um, but the biggest takeaway I feel like is just the overall, you know, being given direction. Like, I think mm-hmm. a lot of us don't really know where to start. We don't even know which platform to use. We don't even know like kind of what, what content and copy and like how to really get into a flow of like being consistent with how we post our stuff, you know, forget about where it's like, or forget about when it's like, where, how, you know, what am I saying? Um, also like contracts, um, you know, how to really make sure that you're including everything to, um, have your non-negotiables as far as like, you know, um, you know, like how you want to get paid. Um, you know, I didn't know that I could ask for like a a year long retainer. I would have just been like, okay, like, you know, whatever dollar a month, you know, um, I also wouldn't have probably priced myself properly. Um, it's nice to get that clarity from your program as to like exactly how valuable we are. Um, and how Mm -hmm. to really turn that language into being able to represent how, how valuable we are, because I think we would approach it as, as yoga teachers as being like, like you're going to walk away feeling so blissful. Like we're going to talk about like the experience of the yoga and not so much like, yeah, but why, why am I, you know, CBRE hiring a yoga teacher to come into my very professional space? What does that going to do for me? You know, like what does that going to do for the, the bottom line? So like, if you really kind of like learn how to like flip that thought process and that, and that um, language to really adapt to speak directly to the corporate audience instead of like, you know, the people that you're serving, the people that you're actually giving the classes to, like, they're going to be like, Ooh, yeah, I want to feel great. But that's not really who you're talking to. Um, Even just like, um, what else? And just also like having a place to be and have somebody hold us accountable for being consistent. It is a very, very long process. It's not the same as like being able to get a private yoga customer. This is again, going to be a lengthy, it could be, could be a snap of finger. It could be a year, you know, and it's just great to have a place to be able to know what's really normal and what's mm-hmm. not. And even with certain plate situations, like when to move on, you know, like we don't always know, especially in the beginning when we're starting out, like when we're kind of being taken advantage of, or somebody's just mm-hmm. really doesn't sound like they're into it and you should just get on with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just great to have a community like that and have uh, yeah. somebody like you to guide us and coach us and, you know, really help us out. Yeah. We're all experiencing the the same, you know, the same things, the length of time it might take. Um, and then also celebrating when we, when we have those wins, when we have those victories and we've worked so hard on a specific client or multiple clients. So, um, being, being the mindset person that you are and, and really, you know, you've definitely, um, exceeded the the consistency and just being persistent and not giving up you know which which is very admirable because a lot of times you know we jump into things and we're like oh okay it's not working we're just going to jump out and do something else but that just creates a cycle of of nothing really connecting nothing really working so do you have any mindset tips at all for anyone listening or watching um in in relation to you know really stepping up and being a corporate yogi paneur I think a lot of my mindset tips that have helped me sort of navigate through, especially now as more corporations and companies are starting to, to maybe perhaps already hire uh, wellness services into their business is really thinking outside the box. Mm. And a big thing about your program is diversifying our offers. And, you know, they, they have a person that comes in and does the asana and you get immediately intimidated and you're like, oh, I guess, you know, all right, thank you for your time. No, that's not the end of the convo. Like you're going to say, 
okay, like you, like how you coach us to go, all right, you're doing yoga movement, but is there a breath element? Is there a meditation? What kind of workshops is this person providing for you? Because like those like areas that they don't cover is where you can come in. So, okay, you're not teaching them an asana, but maybe that person doesn't know how to do chair yoga or they do a more uh, kind of maybe a vinyasa style yoga. They don't really know how to do yin yoga. So you could be that yin element or something, or just like other ways that you are a healer that you can then, all right, remove the asana, but you have so many more skills and so many more ways that you can be of service. And that's a big driving point that you have helped me even with. I'm just, you know, I, I had somebody that was like, oh, we already have a program. And I'm like, uh-oh. And you're like, no, no, no. You you have more to offer. Like, just find out what that is. Find out what they're doing. And then you fill the gaps. So that's really mm-hmm. something that you have seriously helped me with. And also as far as like, just remembering what my strengths are, like just even if you haven't had any corporate customers yet, um, just thinking about the people who I have helped, even if it was like a free friend yoga class that I was just like, Hey, you know, I want to practice my one-on-one session. Can I, can I do this with you? You know, you can even go back to that person and just get that testimonial from them. Like, remember that class I gave you? Like, how did you feel? Would you mind like typing up something for me so I can put it on my, my offer packet to send a girl? Mm-hmm. Um, you just got to like really rack your brain and just be like, you know, you're not starting from zero necessarily. You're, right. you're starting from as a yoga teacher and you have already helped everybody that in your world that you could possibly have helped already. So that's your strengths. Like those are your strengths already coming into the game and mm-hmm. just remembering those things. And yeah, it's, it's, it's hard for me to like look back and be like, oh, I did that. Oh, I did that. But it is really important to make note of how you've helped people. And if it really helps you to go back and maybe like revisit those people and see what they say to help give you a little boost and a, and a reminder, then that's really important too. And that's something that you've had us time and time again, revisit because it shouldn't be a, a one shot deal. You know, sometimes right. you need to remember those things, especially when it, gets right. tough. when it gets tough and you get a lot of no's and you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So really sitting in those strengths, like understanding your own strengths and then reaching out to people that you've worked with and saying, you know, would you mind writing me a testimonial or that strengths exercise like we do at the very beginning of elite, um, you know, really, really getting those, those testimonials and asking those specific questions and then asking, you know, asking corporate, asking the corporate client that you're or the, the prospect that you're talking to asking them questions. Mm-hmm. You're the business owner. And you can't just say like, oh, okay, you already have a program. All right. You know, hang up the phone. Like, no, like, like you said, like keep digging, dig into what it is that they're offering and how can you bring additional value? So impactful. Yeah. And it's a business. Remember too, like we're a business, they're a business, you know, got to put the business hat on. Um, You know, there's a time and a place to then be the the yoga teacher, but when you talk to them, it's, it's, it's the business just got to remember, like, you're, you're the leader, it's your business, and you have every right to be on the call, even if they have a program already. Right. And you have to also remember that they started out from the beginning from nothing as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having that in mind, too, is, is always something that's kind of helped me. Um, well, awesome. Thank you so much for your time today, Caitlin, and for joining us. I'm really excited to see what uh, your coaching is going to bring to our elites and to the group itself. Um, so just to end, tell us a little bit more about, you know, the best place for people to find you other than here. 
Um, you can definitely find me at, you know, obviously my personal Facebook page, Caitlin Schneider. Um, I am Caitlin J. Schneider. That's my handle on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, if anybody wants to even check out my LinkedIn page just to see, like, you know, how I put it together, you can always take a peek there. Um, also, my I have a website, so Cor Caitlin Red Corporate Wellness. Um, and that's where my secret portal is hiding. So that's another little thing that you taught me, like how to create a cool portal and, you know, be able to have that as like an addition to my offer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll be sure to um, put all of these links in the description so people can check out your website, check out your LinkedIn. And um, yeah, we look forward to hearing more from you, seeing more of you. And those of you in the group, if you have, you know, questions about best mindset practices to really launch into this corporate yogi venture, um, feel free to tag either Caitlin or I, uh, mainly Caitlin, because she's our mindset coach, um, and ask her any any questions for tips um, for mindset. But thank you again. And um, thank you, community, for tuning in. And I'll see you guys next week for another awesome interview. Thank you, Stephanie. All right. Take care. And that's a wrap for today's show. Thank you so much for joining me. To find more shows and information about how you can stay connected with me and my thriving community to grow your corporate yoga business, please head to www.therollingmatadventure.com backslash show to learn how you can create the success and have the impact you've always dreamed of.